Alchemy Expert members, and welcome to this month's interview. I'm Dori Sukup, founder of Inspiration Management, and here with me today is my special guest, Jenny Abraham. We want to discuss how to reach success faster and without reinventing the wheel. I want to remind everyone to go to iTunes to listen to other interviews that I've done and subscribe also to the channel. So let me start by introducing Jenny, and then we'll go ahead and get into the interview. So Jenny is an RN and also the CEO of Face to Face Spa. Face to Face Spa is an upscale medispa concept based in Austin, Texas. Her Face to Face Spas promote skincare health and beauty through a specialized concept that she's going to be discussing with you a little bit later. Face to Face Spa is a franchise that is poised to become the fastest growing spa concept in the nation. The membership-based model generates consistent revenue month over month. They currently have six locations. They are nationally recognized as a brand for their world-class training, ongoing support, and many other benefits that I'll also be sharing with you. Jenny's here today to share her story and how she was able to accomplish so much in a short amount of time. So I'm so excited to have you, Jenny, and to share all your success with everyone with us today. Welcome. Thank you, Dory. Thank you so much for having me today on your show. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So let me start with some of the talking points we're going to discuss to get everybody excited, and then we'll start. So the first thing I'm going to ask Jenny is how she actually gets started, to give you a little bit of background about her and how she was able to succeed with her franchise. Then we're going to talk about how she actually uh, opened up the first location and how she was able to grow the business. She's going to go over some mistakes that she sees entrepreneurs sometimes making, how to choose and implement a membership model. The other thing we'll discuss is the steps that it takes to actually franchise a business and maybe some of the complications or some of the um, the investments that's required. And then we're going to talk a little bit about who is the franchise ideal for or is your business ideal to franchise, and then maybe share a success story or two. So as you see, we have a lot to cover. But first, I really would like you to start with your story, Jenny, how you actually got started. So you want to share with everybody how you did it? Sure, absolutely. I was a wound care director for a large healthcare facility um, after I graduated nursing school. So uh, skincare has always been my passion. Um, love, love science, science and skin and also had a, a huge passion for uh, business, uh, business development. So when I was uh, working as a wound care director, I was also a, an avid facial client uh, on my off time. And uh, I, I frequented spas, saving facials. But I quickly became very frustrated because the nurse in me that uh, loves skincare and, and was passionate about skincare was not matching with these facials that I was receiving. And I'd walk into these day spas for, for a facial, and, and they were usually very slow. They're dead. And I couldn't understand why it, it had to be all about a relaxation treatment. Because if I wanted relaxation, I would go get a massage. Exactly. Not a facial. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted a deep cleansing for my skin, um, and maybe this is because I'm a wound care nurse. I didn't think it was because I was a wound care nurse. I, I think that really most women that is what they wanted. They wanted to go in for a facial. If they're going to go in for a facial, they want a deep cleansing, nice exfoliation, extractions, a deep conditioning treatment. And just a nice overall treatment that's going to help them their skin look better after the treatment. I analyzed this and I thought, you know what? I cannot find a med spa that is offering a medical grade facial. In fact, I can't find one at all. So I uh, decided to uh, create a business that gave this service to the public, and 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 I was I was adamant about making it a science-based facial that was going to induce pore opening. We are going to open the pores uh, during the treatment, um, almost like a dental cleaning, but for the skin. Mm -hmm. And so 
I created that and I said, let's do this with a membership model. This makes sense to me. And Dory, when I did, the business just took off. Uh, we had we had lines out the door. We grew we were we grew so fast. This one little little tiny med spa that I opened in 2011, it grew painfully fast. So at, compared to these other day spas that were doing facials, and they were dead, we had a line out the door. We were awarded a, a Yelp hot spot in Austin. Amex top pick. So the the public really responded well to the science-based facial. And we also specialize in chemical peels. So it was it was a whole different avenue of, of facial skincare in the beauty market. And I realized that there was a huge demand for it and we created that and it's it's been growing ever since. We've grown tremendously since then. We have our uh, six stores now and uh it's been less than uh, 6 years. Mm, that's amazing. That, that's very fast growth for sure. <laughs> do you do other things in the med spa now besides just facials? Is that your main treatment that you focus on? Actually, we specialize in uh, facial medical grade facials and uh, uh, chemical peel treatment. And okay. we are we have we offer over twenty two different uh, chemical peel options at face to face spa. So. There's, there are other exfoliation services that we offer, such as uh, microdermabrasion, do microneedling, eyelash extensions as well. But chemical peels and medical grade facials are really our niche. And uh, we've been referred to as the chemical peel headquarters um, even for our, uh, for our company. So face-to-face spa really focuses on uh, intense exfoliation, healthy treatments for the skin. Our goal... Uh, at Face to Face Spa is, is promote skin health and beauty and keep the skin beautiful, looking young. If you have problematic skin, we're going to do a, a complete care plan for you um, and help uh, go home with products that are going to be beneficial for your skin care needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you just said something I think that's very important, and they need to take a note of that, is that you're not trying to be everything to everybody. You found a niche, and you're focusing, and you're being known right now for facials. And I think that is so important because it makes you the expert. It makes your facilities. If you want a great facial, then you go to face to face spa for that facial. And you are so right. It's amazing to me how many facials, because as you know, I go as a secret shopper to different spas. Whenever <laughs> I go for a facial, you know, the lights are always so dimmed down. And again, they think it's all about that relaxation. So that's the other point I want everybody to take uh, away from what Jenny just said. So having a niche or a niche, however you want to say it, and then having the the light in the room and making it more into a result-driven facial rather than the lights being so dim and it's all about, you know, massaging. I have to tell you, the last place I went (laughs) to, this girl spent more time massaging my feet and my hands and my decolletes and my face. <laughs> and I was in for a facial. I was like, are you kidding me? That was the worst facial I've ever had. And it's amazing to me how many people miss that whole point, right? That's true. And, Dory, in fact, the growth on chemical peels has just been substantial over the last five years. Last year alone, there was more than 600,000 chemical peels done in the United States, and there is no franchise that focuses on chemical peels except for face-to-face spa. We're the only one that focuses on chemical peels, and like I said, we have over 200, I'm sorry, over 22 different chemical peel options at the spa, uh, but we're the only franchise chemical peel spa that exists, and, and there's just a huge demand for chemical peel specialty med spas and and having that niche is so important mm-hmm. when when you're thinking about going in for a business opportunity or a business model that that you want to be successful if you're doing the same membership model that everyone else is doing or the guy next door or across the street is right. doing right. You, you've just uh, increased your competition so mm-hmm. you want to in, individualize yourself and, and separate yourself from the competition exactly. in efforts to well, have a more successful business. Well, the other very important point that you made is that you found a void also. So not only did you niche the business to a specific thing, but that niche was based on the void that you found. 
and that is so important. I mean, just that first five minutes of this call, you just shared some very key things that people should be looking for when they're thinking about either opening up a business or buying a franchise or whatever they decide to do as far as a spa or a med spa. So I highly mm-hmm. recommend you guys find out, do your homework, you know, before you open a place or even taking a look at your current menu right now and see if you're fulfilling voids that your community is looking for. And when you do that, you're going to be so much more successful. So that was very, very valuable information. And Dory, as as someone who is going into a business, especially in this in this beauty sector, which is extremely competitive, there's no no need to reinvent the wheel. Okay, face to face spa, face to face franchising. We have a well oiled machine that works very well. We have established systems in place. We've ironed out the kinks. We've made the mistakes. <laughs> we've been there. So when you go in with a company that is a successful franchise company that has a good running track record like face-to-face spa, you realize the support that you're going to get that you may not have been able to do on your own. For example, uh, our franchisees at face-to-face spa, they receive ongoing continued support with a business development director that is dedicated to their growth, their spa's business growth. But at the very beginning, there's so many things that you don't know how to do, especially when you're thinking about opening up a med spa, such as lease negotiation, marketing. Uh, even as an existing business owner, it, it, the marketing support that you get from a franchise is so beneficial. I think that was one of the biggest challenges for me as, as, a, as a business owner. I, I was the business owner by myself for my first my first two med spas. And it was very, very uh, challenging for me to run my business, operate my business, and then still finding the time in the day after I've I've now opened my store, run my store, closed my store, and now I have to do my marketing emails. Marketing mm-hmm. a good marketing email takes over six hours to do. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. but as a franchise, oh, and then on top of that, the social media you're going to find find the photos that you need and, and keep up with your social media account. So as a franchise or face-to-face franchising, what we do is, is we want the experience to be enjoyable for the business owner. We want to provide them a foundation that they need mm-hmm. to successfully oh. mm-hmm. operate uh, or, or the opportunity to successfully operate a business. Well, but the uh, thing you know, is to avoid support. mistakes, right? Because mis- there are so many mistakes that I see being done because someone has not done their homework or did not reach out to people that have that oiled machine and they have the proven effective business model. And I see exactly people making mistakes so often and they're so costly. And when you have that formula and all you have to do is follow it, it makes definitely life a lot easier. So then the question is about your membership model because this is sure. one of the hottest things and it's something that, of course, we teach as well, how important mm-hmm. it is to have that nice reoccurring income on a monthly basis. Or as I say, mm. make money while you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So tell us a little bit about how you set up the membership model. Well, I think membership models are recipes for success. I think that it's important to understand that when you have a a membership-based model that you have dedicated clients that are committed to coming into your spa, your med spa, every single month. They have, it's it's automatically debited out of their account. They've agreed to do this. And the reason they agreed to do this is because you, you have given them a benefits program that is, that, that they that they desire something that's desirable for them. So women want to do nice things for themselves. Our target audience in med spas, of course, are ninety ninety nine percent female. And so when you're creating a membership model, you want to cater to that audience. You need to know your audience. But our membership model, for example, we uh, we give certain benefits. You get receive about twenty percent off, thirty percent off your facials every single month. We throw membership happy hour parties. We keep our clients involved. When there's gift certificates that you purchase, you're going to receive uh, a certain discount on your your gift card purchases. Also, when you bring a guest in, they're going to receive member pricing with you that day. So we've created a membership model that's uh, desirable to our clients, 
but it also keeps the clients coming in on a routine basis, especially important in a med spa. So in a med spa, when you explain to your clients, look, this is not a one-time treatment. If you want to, uh, if you want to promote skin health and you want to promote the, the the beauty that we're trying to achieve from these treatments, uh, we need to do a series of treatments. Okay, it's not going to just be one. And so explaining that at, at, at the very beginning to your client makes the membership more desirable right off the bat, uh, but also uh, making it fun for the client. Now, when the membership model, uh, when the memberships are debited every month out of their account, uh, you always know what to expect the following month as far as revenue is concerned, at, at the very minimum. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about that is it, it changes the, the the psychology in the client's head and the members in the members' head is now this is a fixed expenditure. It's no longer disposable expenditures. And so basically what you've done when you brought a client over from the normal client customer spending into a membership is you are now part of their monthly fixed expenditures. So now they are committed to you as part of their monthly their monthly budget. And so that keeps you, um, uh, as a business owner, also more resistant to ec- economical challenges that, that you're going to be faced with, uh, such as, you know, presidential elections when everyone starts hanging on to their money or people stop spending that disposable cash on hand. It, it makes you more resistant as a, as a as a company. So, and I think it, it's strong. When we have a, a membership, we do ask our clients to our members to give 30 days notice before uh, canceling. Mm-hmm. And so, I always at least know a month in advance the very minimum that I'm going to be bringing in for my company. Right, and it gives you the opportunity to try to convince them to stay into the membership because a lot of times you can actually convince them to stay because the reason for canceling is not valid enough. <laughs> Right, and sometimes it's just impulsive, right? Right. And so, um, <laughs> and I believe if somebody was sold once, is they can be sold again. And, <laughs> exactly. And I want to tell everybody. Well, and they has, love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Why wouldn't you want to cancel a spa membership? For well, and we have this thing <laughs> at our spa. They always come back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give them three months. They're, they're going to see the changes in the skin. Uh, you don't right. realize uh, sometimes the changes that you're uh, going to see every day, but. Uh, are saying it just because they always come back. (laughs) So I just redid our membership CD. I updated all the content. So if anybody's interested in launching a membership program, you should go to inspirationmanagement.com and check out the membership model that we created. And definitely what I like to teach, um, Jenny, is people to have enough members to to bring them to the break-even point to pay all their bills at the beginning of the month, and then after the first of the month, everything is gravy. It just takes all the pressure off. It's an amazing, amazing business model, and I highly encourage everybody with us today, if you don't have a membership program, you definitely need to get one. I think that's the best way to grow your business. I agree with that 100%. Sorry. Yeah, very nice. So let's talk a little bit about... What made you, so you had the two locations first, right? So you grew very fast from the first one. You opened up the second one. So then why did you decide to get into franchising, or how did that come about? The the first spa that I had, growing painfully fast, I remember I was, I was working my front desk, and I, we had a line out the door, and we had a a member, and her name was, was Jerry Hall. And she was a dedicated member of ours, and, and, and she, she comes running in. <laughs> I'm very busy, but she runs to the front of the line while I'm checking somebody out, and she shows me her uh, her driver's license. She says, I want to show you this real quick. I want to show you this. She goes, this was my driver's license photo five years ago. I just had my address changed. And she says, I look better now, and I just want to tell you this is because of your spa. Aww. And she says, <laughs> she says, if you can, and, and I've still got this line here. And she says, if you ever need any help, if you ever need any help, let me know. I said, can you, can you, can you help me now? <laughs> can you start today? <laughs> and she says, right now. I said, right now. She says, well, okay. And she came behind the front desk, and uh, she, uh, to this day, 
She has been with me through uh, the opening of uh, both of my med spas, my two corporate stores. And her and I together um, watched this business just grow phenomenally. And it's so funny, even now that now that we're both in, in, on the corporate side of things of the franchise, we both look back and we say, you know, my favorite time of us working together was when we were both working that, that front desk mm-hmm. at Avery yeah. Ranch when it was so busy. And, and we just watched this business, this little tiny med spa blossom and, and grow tremendously. And, and we said, you know what, it's time to open up a second store. Mm-hmm. And we said, let's do it. And so we opened up a we opened up the second store, and um, that one did phenomenally well. And I, I said, Jerry, you know what? We need to franchise this. We need to help other business business models. There are so many day spas out here that aren't making it, and we've we've got something really really good here. And the reason we know they're not making it is because I'm watching them, and I, I'm interviewing their their estheticians. And uh, they're estheticians that don't have any work, and they're coming here, and, and we've got a, a waiting list for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So we definitely found, like you said, uh, face-to-face spa definitely found the, the niche that the public demand had mm-hmm. that no one was approaching. So uh, we decided to franchise the company, face-to-face spa, and we had a business associate of mine. Her name was Lisa McBride. And she was uh, with uh, one of the skincare lines that uh, that we sold for retail products. And uh, Lisa McBride would come in, and, and I'm huge uh, face-to-face spa. Our, our our whole concept for uh, internally is education, education, education. Like I said, a science-based facial. I was a wound care nurse, so very very big about educating. We have the most educated estheticians. In, in the area, and, and clients know this. They know when, when someone's educated, uh, and, and it's, it's very well received by the public. But we do uh, frequent lunch and learns. And anyway, my business associate, Lisa McBride, she uh, she came in, and she would do these lunch and learns for us once a month. And she said, Jenny, you're one of the only med spas that that, that commits so much to education, and I love it. And she she said, you're Face-to-face spa is the top seller in all of Texas for our line, and you just opened six months ago. And I said, well, thank you, and we continue to be. And we still are one of the top sellers for um, for, for all of the area. We have um, for, for every line that we carry, actually. Um, but she says, Jenny, when you franchise, because I told her, I said, Lisa, I'm thinking about franchising, and she goes, when you franchise, Jenny, I'm going to be your first franchisee. And this is a skincare rep who wow. who goes knows all of the spas that she she frequents that she represents for her line doctors offices day spas med spas and she's telling me she wants to open up one of ours. That's great. And so we went through the challenges of uh, franchising, which was very challenging, of course, but uh, we did it. And um, when I was ready to open up my first franchise, I said, Lisa, are you ready? She says, I'm ready. So let's go. And so we, uh, she actually, Lisa McBride, this is uh, one of the success stories. She was our first franchisee like she promised she would be. And she's uh, now operating uh, one of our fastest growing um, med spas that uh, that has one of our fastest growing face-to-face spas. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly believe it's because we have perfected the concept. So right. I, I think it's, it's fastest growing because of the support that she's receiving from face-to-face franchising. We, we have ironed out these kinks, and it's a smooth, smooth sailing for her. So it's just been well, a wonderful And I think experience. what you have, to see, I run into people all the time at trade shows. They all tell me, oh, I want to franchise my business. And I say, okay, well, do you have a business model in writing? Do you have all your training manuals? Do you have all your protocols, your procedures, your <laughs> procedures? And they look at me like I have two heads, and the answer, of course, is no. They, they think that it's just so easy. I want a franchise, and they're going to snap their fingers, and it's done. That, that's you know that my operations problem. manual is 1,200 pages long. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So they think it's so easy. And it is. I mean, it's it's really having somebody franchise their business takes a big commitment and a lot of money. So I, I think I, it was one of the I biggest challenges you. of my life. Huh? 
Thank you. Definitely one of the largest challenges of my life was was uh, cre- uh, launching the franchise for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just going through the process alone and getting the licensing of every state or different states you want oh. to launch into, and I mean it's a really yeah. big undertaking, and it's expensive too. Mhm. It sure is. Sure is. A lot, of, a lot of people think it's a breeze, but it's not. So if I were other people, I would much rather buy a franchise than to franchise my business itself. Because <laughs> not, not only that, but the other part that they don't get, that you also automatically have another business. Because now not only are you in the spa business, but now you're trying to sell your franchise. <laughs> so it's like exactly. Two totally different businesses. Well, and a lot of it is what what kind of quality of life are you looking for right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're looking to to franchise your business, uh, you do need to commit a good a, a good five years to nothing but your operations manual development. You've got to create a corporate team. Uh, you've got to create job. Now you're you're really essentially opening a second business. Mm-hmm. So when you have to learn also to divorce your current business, mm-hmm. you have to learn to divorce your current business if you decide to franchise because unless you have the proper systems in place to run your own company, you can't exactly. uh, commit yourself and, and do the job that you need to do, the due diligence that you need to do where the commitment's needed. Right. So and then of course the whole sales process and the generation of leads and seeing you know how you're gonna sell your franchise to other people. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not as easy as people think it is. That's for sure. It's we're talking about putting like 80 hours a week, <laughs> you know, of work. At right? least oh, at least at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So what would you say to someone who's thinking about franchising their business? I would say to do your homework for sure. Uh, you need to know when you when you're thinking about franchising, you need to know what you're getting into. So I always advise clients or franchise prospects to look at first of all from a client point of view. Is this a, is this a company that you're passionate about? Is is this a passion that you want to share with with your clients? Do they have good reviews? My first go-to would be go to Yelp.com and first of all see what the clients view the business like. Is this something that you want to be a part of? Mm-hmm. And if if these franchisees are uh, keeping their clients happy, you could you better believe that the clients are, are coming back. Okay, if they're generally not keeping their clients happy, you can assume that those clients probably aren't returning that that business. So that's step one. But step two would be. What is the franchise going to do for me, and are their franchisees happy? So I always advise everyone to call the references of the franchisees. Pick up the phone and give the franchise owner a call and say, if you, if you could do this by yourself, if you had to do it all over again, would you do it by yourself or would you use the support of the franchise? And that right there is going to answer your question because a happy franchisee knows the support that they're receiving. Very important when you're uh, uh, when you're going into a franchise uh, system, face-to-face franchising, for example, uh, all of the challenges that I dealt with as a business owner, for example, I'm trying to run my front desk, I'm trying to operate my business, but I have a new esthetician coming in and she needs to she needs to be trained. Mm-hmm. Wow, that really just put a kink in my day mm-hmm. because I, she deserves the training. She needs the training I and mean, I only have so many hours in the day. Right. And so I, I, I took this and I realized, okay, wait a minute, this is a huge challenge that I experienced as a face-to-face spa owner. So what can I do for our other face-to-face spa franchisees? What can I do for them to help them through this process? So I created an online e-university. That's me doing the training. I was doing the training anyway. Mm-hmm. So why not record it into a professional video that these new onboarders can can watch from home or what about making a slideshow? I made slideshows that they could do when they, they when they're training with these volunteer models and learning our protocols. The, the estheticians they can take the slideshow and just one slideshow after the next, one slide after the next, one step at a time. So that 
that I as a business owner don't have to stand over them and, and point to them and doing the same thing that I'm going to do with the next employee and the next employee and the next employee. And so to me, that was a big benefit for me as a face-to-face spa owner. But also the support that we, we provide, such as uh, securing a medical director. Okay, that, that's, there's a big challenge in securing a medical director. But that's that's support that they receive from face-to-face franchising. We have an ongoing, um, uh, for example, business development manager that's just dedicated to to our franchisees. So if there's there's no dumb questions. So if there's, hey, I was approached with this situation and I don't know how to do this. I don't know uh, which direction to go. Well, maybe we can't help you, but if we can't help you, we're going to refer you to someone who can. But but generally, most of the time, we're, we're going to guide you in the direction that you need to go. Um, anyway, most importantly, whenever you're working with a franchise for the support, are you going to enjoy working with this business? Your passion, is there a substantial um, opportunity for profit? Is there going to, are you going to enjoy doing what you're doing in this company? And can you see yourself with this company for 10 years or 15? Right. Well, the thing is, that I want to go back a little bit to the training and uh, repeating yourself. See, you're so smart, and that's why I wanted to invite you here as an expert, because obviously <laughs> you figured out that you could do things in a much smarter way. So I was doing a private <laughs> coaching call, seriously. Um, I was doing a private coaching call the other day, and uh, this person is a regular private coaching uh, client for me. So she's telling me, oh, I just hired somebody else. I have to train her now. I said, well, you hired somebody a couple of weeks ago and you trained them. Didn't you videotape the training? No. So it's amazing to me how many people find themselves repeating themselves over and over and over and over. So what the advice I want to give everybody, if you find yourself that you're repeating yourself and you're training over and over, then you better grab that video camera and videotape your training. (laughs) And they can even, even if you don't have the manpower to put it on the website and create like an e-learning platform or whatever, you can actually put it on YouTube under private viewing and you can have your team go and view it there. And the beautiful thing about all this is free. You don't even have, doesn't cost you anything. So training is so essential. And the reason you're successful, Jenny, is because you have done all the homework and all the training necessary to make sure that they're following the model. Because here's the thing. People are always reinventing things. And if they don't have systems and structure and strategies in place and solutions to problems, and they perfected all those, and now they're just following that formula, then you're just spinning your wheels. You're not working smart at all. Exactly. That's why it's so important to have that nice, uh, proven, effective model and not reinventing the wheel. Right. Just receiving the support from experts in the business story, I think that's really important. And that's, I think that's the most important part about franchising is, is loving what you do, having opportunity to really enjoy running your business and knowing that that you you own your business but you're not by yourself right exactly yeah you have a nice uh support you have a parachute somebody can catch you and guide you and mm-hmm. hold your hand and all that for sure <laughs> so i want to tell everybody how we met i actually met uh jenny and uh, charles at the am spa medical spa conference And during that conference, there were so many people that were just opening up a business. Some of them were doctors. Some of them were nurse nurse practitioners and entrepreneurs. And, uh, you know, it was nice that they were at that event. But you know what? You would think every single one of these people would have reached out to, like, people like myself or you or get that formula that we both provide. But it's amazing to me how many people... You know, that 80-20 rule applies, <laughs> and how many <laughs> don't? Even though they know there's a proven effective model, they go and they try doing it on their own, and it's just so silly to me. I don't get it. I don't get that at all. <laughs> well, and Dory, what's uh, also an important thing to, an important question to ask when you're franchising is, what discounts do I receive with vendors? 
So for us, we have a, a very nominal royalty fee, very no- nominal royalty fee for our franchisees. But the the discounts that they receive from the vendors are up to 15%. So when you when you take everything into account, sometimes when you franchise, it's actually not any more expensive to franchise because you're with such a large pool of of other uh, med spas that are all together. These vendors, they know, what, especially when we're top sellers, we're, we're receiving 10 to 15% discounts off of our, our retail products. That shaves that off the bottom line. And so when you're receiving uh, discounts on on vendors, you're really uh, – sometimes when you do the math, it, it's it's not that expensive at all to franchise. In oh, fact, most people yeah. will – you're supposed to save money when you franchise because you're more efficient mm-hmm. in the processes. Yeah, I mean, that's huge, getting that kind of savings and getting the group power buying discount is is definitely huge. Mm-hmm. Sure. And the shared marketing, if you hire a marketing director, how much is that going to cost you a year? Usually the amount that you're going to pay for a marketing a, a marketing director is, is, is more than what you would even pay in royalty fees for a franchise. Mm-hmm. But the marketing's already done for you. So at the end of the day, you should be saving money when you when you go in for a franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now that we're talking about that, what what are like the fees? What would somebody have to come up with as far as uh, investment to actually get into some type of a franchise? Sure, sure. That's a great question, Dory. So the the investment level is. Uh, varies depending on the size of the uh, med spa that you want, for example. So if you want a a 3,000-square-foot face-to-face spa, that's going to be a different price than the 2,000-square-foot face-to-face spa. But um, ideally what we uh, try to tell everyone, uh, and also if you open one in, in New Jersey versus Oklahoma or Florida, but ideally we tell everyone that uh, generally you need about $100,000 in equity, um, assuming that you can finance some portion of that investment. And for anyone that wants to learn more about the initial investment, uh, they can reach out. We have a contact form on face-to-facespa.com, and we can have a franchise development department team member analyze the area, uh, ask a couple of questions, and then come up with with a plan uh, for financial investment. Mhm. Okay. So you help also with maybe securing finances or is that something that you don't get Absolutely. Involved? Absolutely. We we have a very large team of of uh vendors that are um uh franchise uh preferred lenders. Mm-hmm. So there's a large pool of those. That's generally not a problem as with a um, uh, with decent credit score. And uh, generally, you just need about 30% down of your full investment. You just need generally about 30% down to secure financing. Mm-hmm. That's good. It yeah. makes it it makes it a lot easier for somebody <laughs> as far as sure does. Started, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. what um the people that actually have franchise with you now what how are they doing? Can you share maybe their success story a little bit to give me an idea of what sure well, a uh, really exciting time uh right now uh we have uh uh one of our uh, franchisees uh Charles Peterson he was not a an esthetician so uh the out of the four franchisees, so we just started franchising last year, and so it's a really exciting time for us. Uh, we already have four four franchisees in that amount of time, but the uh, Charles Peterson uh, was uh, not an esthetician, uh, and so we we didn't know how this was going to work because three of the four uh, franchisees that we that we have right now just happen to be estheticians that are very passionate about our concept and, and very big avid followers of face-to-face spa. Uh, but he opened up and he, he was our first uh, uh, businessman that uh, was not in the aesthetics field and he opened up a uh, our uh, face-to-face spa in downtown Austin, Texas. And it is the fastest growing spa. Uh, 
franchise spa yet for face to face spa. So we've been watching uh his business just just blossom and develop and um the downtown uh area was was rece- very well receiving of it and uh, just a really nice uh, success story there. And our other two, uh, our other three uh, franchisees are uh, seem to be doing very, very well. I told you Lisa McBride's story about uh, uh, her exponential growth and uh, being our first franchisee. So it's just been a, a very rewarding for for us to, to see this concept uh, re- repeatedly. Develop for uh, for our franchisees. Yeah, what would you say is the ideal size for like a face to face spa? Generally, two thousand uh, to three thousand square feet in retail space, and we do prefer having um, uh, the the prime real estate is is very important to us. I think it's important to uh, location, location, location. So uh, one of the uh, benefits that uh, franchisees receive from face-to-face franchising um, is location assistance. So we have uh, we hire a location uh, specialty team that will help decide uh, where your spa is most likely to be successful. Mm-hmm. I think that's key because again, if it was if it was them on their own trying to open up a business then mm-hmm. they're just going to rely on the real estate person. I'm helping someone mm-hmm. right now do a space plan, and the um, the location that she's chosen is, like, huge, and this is her first time opening up a spa. And it's, like, 4,500 square feet. I'm like, what do you need 4,500 oh square feet for? I've <laughs> never done this before. I no. think you should start a lot smaller <laughs> than just jumping in the pool on the deep end without even knowing how to swim. Like, well, and then creating the floor plans and everything else is a is such a, a, a that's a challenge that that I had to work with is developing floor plans for the first time. I had no idea what a challenge that would be, but mm-hmm. we have a company that we work with um, that they have uh, created face to face spa standard plans. They'll go in and work with whatever space you have, and and they make the floor floor plans fit precisely to that space. Mm-hmm. And all of the color things are already there. I mean, when you think about how how much effort you have to put into what color of paint am I going to use and what color do we right. want the baseboards and how well, do we make the branding. ambience? Well, the <laughs> exactly. It's so important mm-hmm. and it's so costly. I met someone yesterday at the AM Medical. I was in L.A. yesterday, as a matter of fact. I took the mm-hmm. red eye this morning and I'm at work now. Aren't you impressed? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so so these people are opening up. The, it's owned by a doctor, and the person that was at the event was the person that's going to be running the place. So I said, oh, let me see your brand colors. So she handed me a business card that was, like, black and gold. And then I said, oh, let me see the interior that he's doing. And it was green and silver. and I mean, it mm-hmm. had nothing to do with the colors of the mm-hmm. business card. I'm like, what mm-hmm. happened to branding? What happened to color consistency? And, and it's, so, it's so crazy. Yeah. People don't realize how important branding is. Like creating a logo, creating a logo, creating your sign, your exterior mm-hmm. sign, your interior sign. How many yeah. hours are put into to developing that? It's right. it's definitely uh, definitely uh, a, a challenge for the new business owner who who is trying to go into all of this and not even realizing branding. And I think that was one of the mistakes I made um, as a new business owner as well, Dory. Is I, I didn't I didn't have the the branding quite down um, at the at the beginning. It, because, it takes a lot of time to get all of it. That's because you didn't know me then. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all so important because one thing you said earlier is about, you know, being different and showing that differentiation. I think to me, the biggest thing these days, because competition is so fierce, is differentiation. What are you doing to separate yourself from all the rest? I think that's the biggest clue to success these days because when people are searching, whether it's for a medi spa or a day spa or resort spa, they're all on Google 
they're searching, they go to the first page, they click around, and your online presence and your branding and the way you present yourself is so important because that's going to be the difference between them calling you and calling somebody else. So if you have somebody that's already done all that, it definitely makes it for faster growth. I think that's the difference, really, in starting from scratch. So can you open up your own business without being a franchise? Sure. But it depends on how fast I think you want to grow. You can either buy something that's already done and just hit the ground running, or you can then take the slower path and take your time and open something up and then figure it out. <laughs> so Sure. <laughs> sure. That people have. Well and if someone's already perfected the concept, it seems like a no brainer to me. Because if if I, I if I had the opportunity, I didn't know much about franchising uh, in 2011 when I uh, went with this concept, and and uh, I don't know that. It, but if there was one that matched the same philosophy that that I have for skincare, mm-hmm. I absolutely would have franchised. But there wasn't one. There wasn't there wasn't a, a franchise that had our our science based passion for skincare. So I I wanted and and, there's a couple of other franchises now too, like whether they're day spas or medi spas, but some of them are still not really up to the par. I think that you are, especially with the education and having the university and all that. So I think if I'm looking to join a franchise, that educational component and the manuals, the business model would be on top of my list as far as which franchise I would join. So I really want to let everybody know you should do your homework. So don't just buy any franchise. You want to make sure you buy one that has that proven successful record and they have all the tools to really help you succeed. So just be aware and take your time. I agree 100%. I couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. Yeah. So, what are some of you have any challenges now that you're faced with, or that you're conquering? <laughs> uh, for me, uh, uh, right now, it is finding enough time for work-life balance. <laughs> yeah. The, I did um, that I, one I, for me. <laughs> yeah. And I think sure. also, I want to, <laughs> I want to be at my business all the time. I, I'm. So passionate about face-to-face spa and and my my concept because this is my baby. I did create it, and now I am helping new business owners that are coming brand new into the concept. And so, wanting to be there at all my places all at once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's yeah. I think for me that's my biggest challenge. And on my on the franchise side, there's there's a lot of federal trade commission laws and and laws that we're learning every day in the FDD development which is just a lot of uh, contract law uh, that I'm 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 new not new to learning but I'm working with my franchise attorney and being educated every day on on just contractual um, items for the franchise so yeah. it that definitely is is not a, a bad thing. I like challenges, but it, it definitely is a, a new challenge for me learning learning the the franchise world and being the the new emerging franchise or the new kid on the block when I go to these yeah. franchise conventions. There's a lot to learn. I mean, all the ins and outs <laughs> and the legality, like you said, you have to have a lawyer on your team and make sure that you are doing. Oh yeah. Especially now in the spa industry. I mean, they are cracking down. Mm-hmm on so many spas and the laws are so gray and you don't know whether a nurse can do Botox here or a nurse practitioner has to do it or a exactly. doctor has to do it. So it's, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a full-time job just figuring that out. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. crazy. I think a lot of it is is knowing your resources and when you have good resources and you can share those resources amongst the franchisees it makes us all stronger together and and no none of us are alone so exactly. it's just a big big family <laughs> yeah and the other thing i want to mention real quick you were talking about life and work balance you know what's really sad is i see so many spa owners wear so many different hats and trying to do it all and it's just so crazy they have they're driving themselves crazy and that's how you mm-hmm. get burnt out 
And if you don't mm-hmm. take some time, I mean, you went into business or you want to go in business usually to have freedom, to have more time, to make more money. What ends up happening if they're not choosing the right path is they end up working longer, they don't have any freedom, and they're not making much money. So the choice here exactly. is really obvious. You just have to make sure that uh, you know what you're getting into and make sure that you're choosing the right path. And if I were you, if you have one path that's already been proven successful and one that you may not be so sure of, then I would definitely choose the one that's, to me, that's already proven successful. So. <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you, Dory. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so glad you came on. It's uh, What I love about you also is that you are young, you're an achiever, you are an entrepreneur, you're beautiful. (laughs) And, hey, if you can do it, somebody else can also do it. You are such an inspiration, (laughs) I think, to all the young women out there that you were able to accomplish what you accomplished. Congratulations to you. Thank you so much, Dory. I really appreciate you having me on the show. Oh, my pleasure. It was, it's been fun. So why don't you tell everybody, maybe give them the websites that they can go to to learn more about your company. Absolutely. Reach out to you. Sure. If you're interested in franchising opportunities with Face-to-Face Spa, uh, we do have two different websites. If you'd like to check out the the spa itself, that is face-to-face-spa.com, and that's all spelled out. And if you want to learn more about the franchise opportunities, you can uh, go to face-to-face-franchising.com. I'd also love for you to check out our social media pages. We have a Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we'd love to have your have your input. If you have any questions, just please feel free to give us a, a call. You can call us at 1-800-797-1345. Again, that's 1-800-797-1345. How about an email address? Sure. Um, you can email franchising at face-to-facespa.com, and we will uh, definitely get franchise specialists to contact you with any questions that you have. If you ever want to email me, you can email me personally at uh, jabraham at face-to-face-spa.com. Okay, great. Dory, thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. I just want to remind everybody that our next call is with Melinda Bevel, and she's the founder and CEO of I Label It. It's a private label product line, and she's going to be sharing with you all sorts of ways you can introduce private label into your business, and she'll also be sharing with you her formulations of the product that she produces and how easy it is to use iLabel it to actually have a private label line. So I'm very excited to have Melinda on our next call. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you again, Jenny, for the wisdom and knowledge. And again, congratulations on your success. And everyone, thank you for joining us. And until next time, God bless and stay inspired.